friends, you've now entered the Man Cave Podcast, unplugged and unfiltered. This is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other items, like, is Bigfoot real? Who is the best Batman? You're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place, Dan Casper. So welcome to the Man Cave, and stick around for a while. You're going to like it here. Who doesn't love Hy-Vee? Once you walk in the store, you're in for quite the shopping experience. So grab yourself a coffee and check out everything Hy-Vee has to offer. From their top-of-the-line produce section, A-plus bakery, a deli department that includes so many different cheeses you didn't even know existed, a superb meat department, and even shoes, plus the best wine and spirits department in the area. And once you're done shopping or need to grab a bite to eat, they have many different options in their food court, including the popular Wahlburgers. Experience the Hy-Vee experience yourself today. Are you looking to purchase a new vehicle with that tax return this year? Hey, it sounds like you need to make a quick stop to Toys and Ford. From the moment you step into their showroom, you're more than just a customer. You're an honored guest. Toys and Ford's only aim is to serve your needs to the fullest, and the team at Toys and Ford will go the extra mile to provide you with compelling options for new and used vehicle shopping. Purchasing a vehicle? That can be a big decision, and Toys and Ford knows that. So make it easier with the help from Toys and Ford. What up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by our good friends from Toyson Ford and Hy-Vee. I'm Dan Casper, your host for every episode of the podcast. On this episode, reaction, recapping, analysis on the Jordan Love extension. Goody, uh, Goody doing doing something a little creative. I don't know. I, I think in the last eight, nine, ten days, Goody's been hitting it. He's been hitting it good, trading Aaron Rodgers, getting a good package back in return. I think having a good a good draft and then not having to do the fifth-year option on Jordan Love, coming up with a creative contract. I, I think Goody's been hitting it, uh, hitting it pretty well so far. But we'll get to that here in a second, my thoughts on the, uh, on the Jordan Love contract rather than an, an, a fifth-year option or just not picking up the option and having him go into the season with uh, in a contract year, essentially. Before we get to that, you know how we open up, usually open up every episode of the Man Cave podcast. We got a little icebreaker coming at you. So the icebreaker question of the day, what is one skill I would love to have? I've got a few. Uh, I've got actually got a couple of them. One I, I always kind of fall back on is probably the most popular one that I always said is I wish I knew how to play guitar, acoustic guitar. I think that would be... Uh, I've always tried, kind of. I've, I kind of even just want a, a guitar to have in the man cave, really, and maybe kind of strum it a little bit. I always wanted to learn how to play uh, acoustic guitar. Um, I wish I was like a a better woodworker, like you know, creating stuff with wood, you know, sawing it, uh, chiseling. I'm tr- I, I, I keep telling myself I'm going to learn how to whittle. I've got the stuff in that, maybe like a winter activity or something like that, but uh, like a better woodworker and creating like projects and and that sort of stuff and maybe even you know better skills around like house repair and that sort of thing you know what i mean so those would probably be my top two probably be my top two there so but uh okay so that's your your icebreaker question let's jump into it uh with the with the jordan love contract talk 
as you've seen these contract numbers and these num and these details kind of flow through and such what are your thoughts on on the uh on the extension rather than going with the fifth year option route i i i like it my opinion is i like it yes you're putting more money into this year for for jordan love but let's face it you already had a crap ton of dead cap hit with with aaron Rodgers' dead cap on there i mean you're taking it all on this year and next year you, you got to make some decisions. Obviously, David Bakhtiari is going to be a big one. I think, I think probably a lot of us are assuming this is going to be David Bakhtiari's last year in Green Bay. Um, I hope. I, I think a lot of us are hoping that it's not Aaron Jones's final year in Green Bay. Although you know he's getting at that age and his contract number, maybe tough decisions might have to be made. But Green Bay finally getting off of that Rodgers deal. And then they might have had to have been on the hook next year already for twenty-two-ish million dollar cap hit, twenty-two and a half, twenty point two seven something, some somewhere around there. Already guaranteed cap hit for next year after they just cleared from Rogers' contract, all without really knowing who Jordan Love is at this point. We've only seen him play one game, and that was a couple years ago. We've seen him in some mop-up duty this this past season, but. Still, the jury's out. We don't know how he's going to do. We don't know how he's going to play. Even Goody acknowledged that after the uh, after the draft. I think this was a smart, um, a right call, a good business decision by the Packers, and it's a creative way to get it done. I know we kind of like threw that out as a third option in the program yesterday, but I still felt like. It was probably going to be a fifth year, or they're probably going to pick up the fifth year option. Lo and behold, they got it done. So it's a one year extension that maxes out at $22.5 million in new money, which tops the $20.27 million Green Bay would have given love by picking up the option. Now he gets $13.5 million fully guaranteed as part of the deal so you know he's getting that pay raise this year he's getting that pay raise this year however by avoiding that fully guaranteed 20.27 million in his fifth year the cap hit and the money is going to be lower next year now there is a debate on well, does this show the Packers' faith in, in Jordan Love? Does it not show faith in Jordan Love when they could have just picked up the fifth-year option and gave him all that money? You know, Albert Breer, he, I thought he had a good write-up in, in Sports Illustrated, uh, SI.com Monday Morning Quarterback. He thought it's, it, it shows a, a good vote of confidence for Love. And he also noted it signals to the locker room that the Packers have seen enough already to put their money where their mouth is. It allows, I mean, the the money, you know, maxes out at $22.5 million of new money. It does allow Jordan Love to earn more money than what that fifth-year option, the fully guaranteed there. 
the thing is, it, it kind of puts it all on Jordan Love's lap. It's on his shoulders now to, to get that money. You know, it's just not, not going to get it. It's not going to be fully guaranteed. Like that fifth-year option would have been like, here, cut the check, boom, bada-bing, you got it. Love's got to earn it now. Now he's getting a little security here with that 13.5 fully guaranteed right now. But does it also signify possibly just maybe that Green Bay wasn't going to pick up the fifth-year option? That's something that's kind of been speculated out there as well. That by doing this, was it was it kind of like a, a, a sign that maybe, just maybe, Green Bay wasn't going to pick up that fifth-year option? Or maybe it was just great, you know, negotiating on Green Bay's sense to kind of give off that impression. So the Packers, or so uh, David Dunn and Jordan Love, that's David Dunn's Jordan Love's agent, said, all right, let's 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 take the deal. Maybe a little bit more security. So everybody's kind of had their own varying opinions and, and thoughts on, on the whole thing. But for me, from from a team standpoint, from from Green Bay standpoint, I like this move. I I, I think it's smart. I, I I think you know if if something drastic happens this year, where you know what they want to move on from Love after a year, let's say they just hit rock bottom for crying out loud, and they've got the number one overall pick, which everybody's already assuming is going to be Caleb Williams. You know, Green Bay can move on from from Love if they wanted to. I'm not saying that they're going to, but if they wanted to after a year without having the huge financial, you know, commitment like a fifth-year option would have been at that point. It's a give and take from each side. It's a give and take from each side at this point. And I like it for both parties. I really do. You know, Love can go out there and earn all that money based off his play. He can go out there and show it and prove it. And I think maybe this kind of, you know, it maybe sends a message for, you know, Love to be like, hey, I, I trust in my skills. I trust in my abilities. I can go out there and uh, and get this thing done. The other part in this, right before it dropped, as our good buddy uh, Rob Domofsky kind of noted too, they gained an additional $5.46 million with the restructure of Darnell Savage's deal. Uh, Darnell Savage was on the hook with that fifth-year option. Was it about uh, $8 million, $7.9, somewhere around there? Packers converted $6.82 million of that into a proratable cap money and added voidable years from 2024 to 2027. However, they added roster bonuses into the voidable years that would allow them to do an extension with Savage before free agency next month or next March. And so, you know, a lot of that from from opening up that money from from Savage is probably going to be used with Jordan Love's extension this year by getting him more money this year because Packers had only about twelve million dollars in available salary cap space for the season, and you know, with that draft class coming in, you're talking about. A big chunk of that going to to the draft class. So by getting 
Jordan Love a little bit of a pay raise this year. You had to open up some money elsewhere. And they did that by, you know, restructuring Darnell Savage. Now, they could agree to an extension with Rashawn Gary at some point this year and open up some more cap space this year if they wanted to. But the interesting part, I thought, from, from Rob was the line that the Packers plan to make Savage a bigger part of their defense this year after his role fluctuated last season. Now, what does that mean by bigger part of their defense? Does that mean just simplifying his role and straight up just playing, you know, a deep safety? Could they move him to a slot corner like he's kind of mentioned in the past? Although Matt LaFleur noted a few weeks ago that they're going to focus on safety for him. That's going to be his job. And that, you know, Keyshawn Nixon was going to get the first crack at uh, at the nickel spot. Are they going to move him around a little bit more? Maybe have him at the line of scrimmage? Providing a little versatility? We know Savage is athletic. I mean, the guy can run out of the gym. What, he had a 4-3, coming out of college? We know he's got the speed. So I, I'm kind of curious to see what that, uh, what that increased role or a bigger part of that defense means for a guy like, like Darnell Savage. Because Darnell Savage, even though he's playing under that fifth-year option and now it's that restructured thing, he's got an opportunity to to make some cash this year. He goes out there and he balls out. He's going to get a decent contract, whether it's with Green Bay or somebody else. This is a prove-it year for, for Darnell Savage. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what, what is that plan. What is what is a Joe Barry got plan? You know, we, we know he talks about the star position, which is, you know, you're, you're kind of your nickel corner there. I'm just curious how they what what's that bigger role for a guy who's been fairly inconsistent since he's been with with Green Bay. He's shown some good stuff at times, showed some awful stuff at times. You know, he struggled a little bit with covering bigger tight ends, but maybe that's because Green Bay put him in that position and obviously that's not a strong suit for him. But it'll be interesting to kind of see what that uh what that increased or bigger role is. Not quite sure. But I think Goody has just been killing it in the last nine days, week and a half, whatever it may be, starting off with that Rodgers trade last week. Getting that thing done, wiping his hands off, or wiping his hands clean from from the quarterback. You know, it's a risk trading a guy of the talent of Rodgers, but I, I think there was definitely some discord between the two. You know, going back a couple years ago, and then it seemed like they were buddy buddies talking it up at practice. You know, Rodgers even giving Goody some shout outs during the season when he was on his boy Pat McAfee show. By the way, he was on Pat's show yesterday. But then, you know, it seemed like, oh, we're back to what it was a couple years ago where it seems like Rodgers has a beef with, with Goody, and then they had the whole, you know, he's not answering my call. Well, he never called, got a FaceTime BS. And I think it was just at that point, it's like, all right, let's just move on. So Goody moves on from him, but gets what I think a lot of people are perceiving a nice deal, a nice haul in return for for Rodgers. And it's a deal that could work for both sides. I I don't want to necessarily pick a winner because if the Jets win a Super Bowl in the next couple years here with Rodgers, that's a win for them. But if the Packers, you know, they win a Super Bowl here in the next couple few years, 
based on and big contributors came from some of those draft picks from the Rodgers trade, that's a win for them too. Both teams can win in this thing. But from all for all intents and purposes, a lot of people, a lot of analysts, like what Green Bay did, what they got in return, maybe a little surprise. I think we all, when we talked about that thing, everybody was like thumbs up to Goody for getting that 65% thing. It wasn't based off how well the Jets did. It wasn't based off whether Rodgers comes back. It was all based off snap counts or play time. So win there. Draft, draft class in the books. I think the majority of of Packers fans, at least from the ones we've heard, like the class based off potential. Don't want to grade it because we don't know how these players are going to work out. But majority of fans like the class, like what he did, and then follows it up with this creative deal with, with Love instead of guaranteeing a big cap hit next year, spreading that out for the next couple of years. It's it's a commitment to love for at least two years. If they don't pick up that option, you're not committing to the guy. But if you pick up that option, yeah, you're committing to the guy, but at the same time, you're putting all your eggs in a basket for a guy who started one game. That's a solid decision. And it's it's a you know tip of the cap for both parties. Love gets a little bit of, you know reassurances for that he's probably going to be the guy for the next couple of years. Again, we'll see what happens this year. Everything can change in a season, as we know. How many times have we seen that? But he won't have to go into this year, this offseason, this this uh, this you know preseason training camp, knowing he's replacing Aaron Rodgers. And now he won't have to wonder about, I don't, I don't have a deal a- after this or... Or, you know, I've got my fifth-year option sort of thing. No, he's going to be there for at least a couple years if he falls out. And if he falls out, he's going to get a bigger deal. Get a bigger contract. It's all on his shoulders right now. Go out there and do your thing, kid, and you're going to be rewarded for it. Best-case scenario, man, Jordan goes out there and balls out this year. Defense plays well. Youngsters, you know, those rookies, they do well. Watson and Dobbs. Take a step in the second year, maybe they make a little bit of a playoff run. Best case scenario, right? That's why they play the game. Nobody thought Seattle would make the postseason last year. Nobody thought the Giants would make the postseason last year. A lot of us thought that they would be two of the worst teams based off their rosters heading into the year. And lo and behold, they made the postseason. Not the Packers. The, The Giants... The Seahawks did. I know the odds aren't in favor of Green Bay. I know Vegas odds. If you're a betting person, you're you're probably betting against Green Bay. That's why they play the darn games on the field, right? Doesn't matter. All the talk that we have leading up to the the season starts, leading up to these games, previewing the games. It's the beauty about sports. It's decided on the dang field. It's decided on the dang court. Not on... Not on the radio, not on blogs, not in articles, not on TV shows or Vegas odds. Players decide it. Teams decide it on the field or on the court. Let's see this thing work out. I'm excited to see this upcoming season. I really am. It's a new era. I think we're going to see a full-on Lafleur offense. I want to see this defense start off hot this year. 
pick up where they left off. I want to see these youngsters ball. You know, and I'm excited to see what Jordan Love can provide. What kind of what kind of you know skill sets can he provide? What can he do for this offense? I'm excited. We got a little bit here, you know. Training camp doesn't open for another couple months here, but I'm excited to see it. And plus, Packers do have an AFC East team coming to, coming to Lambeau for a couple days. You know, it's been uh, was the Jets and such. What one year was uh, was it Saints last year? I think it's going to be the Patriots this year. In case you didn't hear it, Bill Belichick and the Patriots coming to Green Bay for a couple days. So. Uh, all you preseason aficionados like myself, I think that kind of already tells you home preseason game against the Patriots. Don't know the date, don't know the week yet, but the fact that the Patriots are coming over and uh, doing some intra-squad practices tells you that the, the Patriots are going to be one of those preseason home games for the Packers. So, Billy B, Billy B coming over. Maybe he's going to try to sneak in Matt LaFleur's offense and or maybe try to, you know, be buddy buddy with LaFleur and be like, Yeah, hey, can you give me any tips on uh on Rodgers and Lazard, you know, all those other guys moving on over the Jets. What do I expect from Nathaniel Hackett calling plays over there? Your buddy's Robert Sala, right? That's your best man or you were his best man. What can you tell me about him? You know, Bill probably gonna try to do the whole Jedi mind trick with with Matt LaFleur to get info. Right? Yeah. But yeah, you could put that on the, that's that's already been reported. Don't know the week or don't know the day, but if you're one of those that uh, goes down to practice, there you go. You can see Billy Belichick. That's going to do it on this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Again, big thanks to Hy-Vee and Toys and Ford for helping uh, sponsor the podcast and big thanks to all of you listening. Uh, to the podcast if you could do me a favor though tell your friends tell your family tell your tell your parents your grandparents your aunt your uncle your third cousin removed about the podcast give it some listens follow subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms some uh, reviews and ratings so other people can find the podcast love to continue to grow this thing but uh, for those of you who are regular listeners appreciate it if you are a first-time listener hopefully we can get uh get you coming back uh, for some more i've got some uh a little bit of a tease here but i've got some interesting i shouldn't say interesting i got some cool stuff uh planned uh uh some ideas in the works for some uh, new episodes of the podcast coming up here so but uh again if you want to leave a q a leave me a q a if you want to leave a voice message or a comment or your own analysis on any sports topic or or anything out there just don't make it political uh leave that voice message the link is in the description for the uh for the podcast so you can get that on there it's very easy you don't have to dial a number or anything you just got to press a tap a button on on your phone screen that's it so but uh, again that's going to do it for this episode until next time i'm dan casper we'll talk to you again on a future episode of the man cave podcast